Uh, this is Nick. Uh, you're listening to the DU Football Show, Drunkard United. Of course, up the blades and f the owls. Fuck you. We finally scored two goals. Took us long enough, but we finally actually scored goals, Alan. We scored fucking goals. They're proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, it, it, it's no like drastic losses like you've had so far at the start of the season, but at least we've scored goals, which is nice, and I'm happy with it. Let's start the show. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Put you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right AA, the fucking Gooner Graham. Smell the Lord. Straight and short, Sam Bramley. Sam Graham. Fucking United! Fucking United! Hello and welcome to the DU Football Show, a completely biased recap of the English Premier League is told by two common American schmucks. I'm your host, Sam Houston, and uh, my co-host, Mr. Graham, is uh, currently on paternity leave. Um, baby and mom are doing fine, and uh, he is now frantically doing everything, which is exactly what that man should be doing currently, right now. But, sitting in tonight, my fellow brother from another mother, my man with all the drip, the flyest flyish drip and a TikTok simpatico brethren mr allen allen how you doing brother doing wonderful man glad to be back yeah well i mean we have to upgrade the show and now that graham's had the third he can just go away and you'll just take over and this will it'll be fun we'll be okay by the way graham is watching in the chats right now he said sorry avery spit up and was gagging a bit must have been either alan's hot takes or just sam houston's existence <laughs> that that man really does think he like rules the fucking world doesn't he and of course on the ones and twos as you've already heard producer mel producer hey, mel how you doing i am good i uh put my hair up in the pone so we can still have full pone show and good Got myself a vape pen so you would not forget that Graham was here in spirit. Well, it's very important for you to also know that tonight is the drunken transfer recap. <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, Mr. Graham is not here, which he would have loved to have been here for tonight's oh, he'll episode. he'll be watching. I'm sure he'll call in at some point. Producer Mel, at some point, I typically drive the bus. I'm going to have to toss the keys to you. That's a scary thought, y'all. <laughs> she is already one, two, three, four, five, six, seven shots in. Well, and there's going to be another one soon enough. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Houston has what is known as the 99 We're bottle We're going to talk about bucket. it when we get to the whole alcohol You said thing. I'm supposed to drive You're the bus You're not driving later. the bus yet. Oh, oh We're recording bad. at the DU Public House just outside the nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. <laughs> yes, Daddy still knows how to do it. And uh, you can uh, watch us streaming live every single Monday night. Should you want to chat with us, there is many ways that you can. Alan, tell the good people how you can get in touch. 
Oh, for all the online chattings, you can please check us out at DU Football Show on all your favorite social media platforms. And if you like the email stylings, check them out. Send them to us at dufootballshow at gmail.com. Actually, Alan, I want to go back to what you said earlier in Upside Down World that might be yesterday that was the other day. You said you were going to own this shit, so it's your shit now. Not Graham's shit anymore, right? Yeah, it's my shit. (laughs) Very good. Whenever I'm in the seat, it's my shit. So... I work in the wine and spirit industry, but Alan and I have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. So as the red-blooded Americans we are, we've had to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every single show. Alan, what are you drinking currently? Out of my Newcastle tumbler. Uh, this, this, this is a nice little tequila. It's a little tequila. This is uh, Don Teco, the Plata the Blanco out of Jalisco, 40% alcohol by volume. I think that's how you guys do it, right? I've listened to the show a couple uh-huh. of times. It, it's quite easy drinking. I'm a Blanco guy. I don't like getting into reposadas and stuff. I don't like smoke a whole lot. So this is this is real nice, uh, real citrusy up front with like a kind of a peppery herbal kind of finish. I do like it, honestly, with just like a little, a couple, couple of drops of lime juice. And that's it, man. Just drink it, drink it neat-ish, if you will. Um, that's how I've been drinking it, so cheers well kind of the fun thing with blancos is there's no place to hide right so like with a repo or an añejo there's the use of wood which will give you a lot more typically the use of american white oak so essentially using bourbon barrels you get that little bit of vanilla and caramel which is honestly lovely in a tequila i love a good añejo for something different during the summertime when you don't want to drink a bourbon it's really good but when it really comes to tequila it's purest version is a blanco there's no place to hide this is what you are this is how you harvest the agave what you do with the agave means an awful lot and it's it's uh i like where your head is they're drinking the blancos like big fan of a blanco that means a lot coming from you very good. Well, for me, everybody, and uh, in Upside Down World, this might be the third or fourth time I've talked about this. The key thing to know is track. as I am uh, handling the details of the Drunken Transfer Recap, my job this year, because somebody had to go make sure his dick worked and had a baby, um, I am doing the 99 bucket and there's three very important rules to the bucket is first you must buy the bucket i bought the bucket on saturday i bought that bucket then step two you have to add ice i added ice to said bucket and then you need to have a party and i'd like to say there's three of us here we're having a party right we're enjoying ourselves and uh the other important thing about the bucket that I live die hard by the rule, it has to be roulette. You are not allowed to look yeah. in the bucket. You just reach in, you grab, and you throw back a shot. This was famously done by my niece when she was uh, two and a half years old, when we were at the uh, beach. She would curate your particular shot for you. She would pick out a bottle like she'd reach in the little bucket, grab you a bottle, walk up to you, hold said bottle against your face and go, yeah, 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 this is this is the right one. Or she'd go, no, no, shake her head, no. Walk back to the bucket, put that bottle back in said bucket, grab a new one, 
and bring that out because it's very important that it be curated perfectly to you. Go ahead and pull me one too. All right. Well, before I do that, I'm also going to mention I am actually drinking some good stuff too. A uh, little Four Roses small batch, which was uh, number three on 2019's list of the top 20 whiskeys as well. And uh, let's go ahead and reach in here. While you're doing that, let's see if you guys can guess the listener from this comment. <clears throat> comment is, surprised Alan didn't give the tickle our tummies email. <laughs> oh, we know exactly who that is. We're setting one up just for you, buddy. It's going to be tickle our tummies at dufootballshow.com. It's going to be great. All right, Mel, what one do you have? Oh, fuck. Oh, it's good. Bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Fuck off. I got stuck with fucking mango, which is going to taste like puke. Oh, it will, but it's fucking bananas. I just had one bad night on bananas when I was 18. And fuck. <laughs> Towson is a place, and that's where you have 99 bananas. <laughs> yeah, the mango sucks. Uh, I'd rather have Malort. The basis for both of you on this was just fucking old. Ugh, just, ugh. All right, that's number eight for you, right? Is that eight over there? Yeah, number eight. I don't know. He's actually stopped stacking them up for some reason. Well, they're now to the side because that's a perfect pyramid right there. We haven't even, we haven't even started talking about shit. <laughs> I have standards. Fuck off. All right, we open with two matches, uh, one a massive rivalry, the other a massive upset. But you wonder, was the storyline more massive than the matches? Arsenal 3, Manchester United 1, Nottingham Forest 1, Chelsea nil. Honestly, Arsenal United, this was like the good old days, man. Like when you think about what is the Prem, this is the matchup you think of, honestly. Yeah. I mean, this is definitely up there. This is one of those marquee TV. It's, you know, it's on NBC proper. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it was, and it was an exciting game. I actually enjoyed watching. People talk about how, um, you know, Manchester United and Liverpool are a huge rivalry, but the difference would be Manchester United during that rivalry won fucking championships. Liverpool didn't. Correct. United Arsenal was always a battle for a title. It was, especially in the early days of the Premier League, this is how all titles were decided, was these two teams. And it felt like exactly the way you thought it should go. Arsenal dominates the entire first fucking half, and wouldn't you know it, who goes up first? United. <laughs> And fucking, of course, it's got to be Marcus Rashford, right? He's just always kind of sneaking in, wiggling in, finding a goal. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a little bit of an interesting contest after that, but you know. it was a perfect hit from Rashford. I mean, like it's it's exactly how you would expect it to go. Like United did nothing, and they had one chance. And that one chance, you're like, oh, yeah, off the side of the post, back of the net. Of course, United's up 1-0. One, one because this is going to drive all the Arsenal fans fucking nuts. Of course. Uh, there's no, I, 
it wouldn't have been uh, quite as exciting if Man United didn't score first. Oh, of course. Had had to. The script writers had to had to have it this way if there were script writers. And and of course, Arsenal responded immediately and got a goal from uh, Odegarden, which was gorgeous and honestly deserved. They were the better team. Oh yeah. And can I just say, like, as much as I hate Arsenal, I love that kid. I love Odegaard. Uh, Granny, I'm going to pay your team a compliment. That kid's so fucking silky smooth. I would love him in my midfield. Oh, God, yeah. So good. So, so good. I dare say he's probably the best attacking midfielder in the world right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I had struggle to think of one that you're really sliding in against. I mean, you know, you obviously take out. What De Bruyne with an injury will just take him, slide him out of the contest, right? And would you count him as a, as, eh, you know what I mean? We can make arguments for all that. But yeah, I mean, you might be right. You could put De Bruyne in that argument, but it, then in the same regard, you're like, eh, De Bruyne's been slowing down a lot. And does, does De Bruyne do it in another system? Because he's never done it in another system. Think about him when, when he was at Chelsea, he was kind of worthless. Yeah, no, I'd agree with you. But yeah. hey, man, change the scenery is all it takes. Mm. Um, interesting. Going into the second half, you're at 1-1. Both sides have an opportunity to take the lead, and VAR denies both of them. Uh, first, looking at the Arsenal call for a penalty. <sighs> he ultimately bounced off of two men and threw himself on the ground looking but Havertz was looking for a penalty. And you think about a couple of years ago when they were actively throwing yellow cards for that, and you go, huh, why no yellow card this time? He was looking for a penalty. It does. It did seem cardable. It was, it was laughable from, you know, a neutral perspective. And also, I mean, look, what do you, VAR can't influence two, these two teams. It can only influence one of these teams at a time. So when they played <laughs> When they play each other, the the VAR just doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? It, it, can't, it can't lock in. <laughs> it's hence why the VAR then realized that Garnacho was literally a toenail off sides. Yeah. It was like, oh, well, let's even it out here. Can't fucking, nope. Yeah, that's I, how it goes, man. I do give credit to uh, a very slightly unnoticed thing that Gabriel Martinelli's actually threw his toes up and went Michael Jackson moonwalker style and like leaned himself back and went and just made it so that Garnacho was just that much off sides early yeah it was pretty perfect and then you look at the end of the match there was a decision that Ten Hag made it was you know we should probably go with uh, Johnny Evans and, uh, you know, Harry Maguire as our center back, Barry. I mean, that's the, that's a thought, right? Right? It's a, it's a thought, Alan, right? It's, uh, I mean, they both play the sport at that position. So <laughs> that's a thing. Well, yeah. <laughs> Look, man, didn't they just spend like 100 million pounds on players or something this summer? Like, oh, that's you know what? That's why you lose three <laughs> one. That's what the fuck you get. <laughs> on the transfer day, I put up in the uh, in the closed group. I was just like, so Johnny Evans on free, huh? 
<laughs> I mean, that's a move. <laughs> like, really, really, that's that. That's what you're gonna do. <laughs> what what year in the contract is that guy? <laughs> got to be winding. Got to be winding down. No, no, no. It was no. They just signed him on a free from oh, Leicester. Yeah, yeah. They were just like, well, we need another center back because, well, we got Harry Maguire. So let's just go ahead and have Johnny Evans. And fuck it, let's put both of them on the pitch at the same fucking time. Tells you how acutely aware of Johnny Evans' career. I thought he was just a statue at the fucking training ground over at United. I didn't, I didn't know. Wow. Well, good on you, United. Ten Hag. Well, to go ahead and be completely racist and just go ahead and, like, ply all white Englishmen together. Yes, Phil Jones and Johnny Evans are the same fucking man, Alan. That's exactly what they are. They're just a training dummy, I thought. They're just, they just throw a fucking top on them, and there we go. Phil Jones retired, insert Johnny Evans. That's exactly how it fucking went. And, uh, I mean, ultimately, this this was a match that probably Arsenal was the better team. They should have won. Like, And it was great to see the Declan Rice goal. Onana, really? Got to cover that near post better. You definitely have to cover that near post better. But even even when it felt like the ref was just giving extra time and letting the clock run, Arsenal went, yeah, well, fuck you. We'll score one more. Make it three to one instead of two to one. Fuck off. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're ruthless, man. I don't like them at all, but I respect them for now. Well, the, I, I would say the big thing for Arsenal is they have come out of the gate very slow. And this would be the answer. This yeah. would be them saying, we're in the title fight. We're a quality fucking club. This is what we're giving you. We're going to fucking push. Whereas United, you look at them and you go, well, it's the best it's ever been since Sir Alex. Eh. You kind of sit there and you wonder, what do we actually expect from United. They're good enough to be a championship side, but they're also bad enough to be fucking eighth place. Like, what yeah. are we supposed to expect from this team? I, I mean, I agree with you, because, like, it, you know, you get a, you get the, the Ten Hag, I think everybody wants and expects on, uh, you know, kind of playing wisely, soaking up the pressure that you're going to get on, on, you know, using Rashford to hit it on the break and they, and they catch one and you're like, all right, look, look, maybe the game plan's working. And then you get to the Evans McGuire and you're like, well, we're talking shades of Moiseola here. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, is the talent there? Uh, sure. Uh, is the coach there? I mean, I guess, is that your guy starting maybe cracks in the facade? Uh, but yeah, there, there's a gap. There's a very evident gap. Uh, and it just, it is what it is. Moving on to uh, Chelsea and Forrest. Chelsea dominate every single aspect of the game, except for one, goals. Yep. Those, those pesky things that you win with. <laughs> <laughs> like I was uh, looking at the stat line. 77% possession, 21 shots, 713 passes to 230. Zero fucking goals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, 
I, and I don't even know what to say. It's, is it coaching? Is it the, it's not personal. It can't be personnel. You spent a fucking billion dollars. Somebody in there has got to be able to score a goal, right? <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> uh, well, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, moving to Forest, this is their second win on the road in the Prem. Yep. Their second win on the road in the Prem. At the fucking bridge. Like, what the actual fuck, man? Yeah. Like, this was when I turned on around halftime because I was like, hold the phone. What's, let me watch Chelsea blow this. And I was kind of said that laughably to my wife. I was like, oh, it's Chelsea fucked this up. And they did. Yeah, I just don't get it. I don't know. The culture in Chelsea is all I've got to say. I mean, I think we all understand it. Uh, if you're a Chelsea fan, sorry, but you know what the deal is. Money isn't going to buy you a championship, at least not anytime soon. So that's where I'm going to go to now because uh, with Bully, the owner of the L.A. Dodgers, and uh, I've talked about it before, I'm a big San Francisco Giants fan. The Dodgers have always bought whatever they want. They pay the tax. They don't care they just buy whoever they want. They get whoever they want. They do whatever deals they want. But they only have one World Series in the last, what, 30 years? And yeah. and it's just this kind of attitude of we'll just get what we want and you'll let us have it. And that seems to be what Chelsea's doing right now. You got the right coach. Like, honestly, Pochettino is the perfect coach for this team. But you keep just buying people. Like, why'd you buy Palmer? Like, why? Like, Jackson's your guy, right? Like, why? It makes no sense at all. I, I think you're right. I think that's probably it is just a carryover of the mantra, right? You know, fucking Americans. Like, yeah. Just come in and be like, oh, if I have everyone, nobody can buy them or they have to buy them for me. Uh, and I think I read an article that like anonymously somebody said that he's he's prepared for the tax. Like he's prepared for the penalty. You know what I mean? He's he's budgeted paying his way out of financial fair plays fines. You know what I mean? So like, what do you got? What do you what do you do? I mean, look, if they keep doing this, I don't care. You can spend two fucking billion. I don't give a shit. Like, but it's it's a little crazy. Well, then you also have to look at that because that is then they are testing the system, right? Yep. Yeah. They're saying, if you want to find me, find me. I have the money. I'll pay yeah. the money. Are you going to actually deduct points? Are you going to actually affect my standing in the table? Same thing with like city. It's just this kind of, we dare you. We dare you. Yeah. Because we pay the bills. Sure. So are you going to actually fuck with us or not? And honestly, I don't think they will. I don't think they will. And and now a team like Chelsea has Uncle Saudi just going, oh, Conte? Yeah, he's worth $50 million. Here we go. We'll, we'll cover your bills. We'll take care of you. And it, it also leads to the problem with the smaller clubs that they can't sell those guys for that kind of money. 
So now suddenly financial fair play means nothing because they can s- swallow the gap because yep. Uncle Saudi's going to pay the fucking bill. No, I mean, it's a legit concern. I mean, I'm a little less concerned personally, but <laughs> <laughs> from, from a neutrality and a fairness standpoint, yeah, like it is. And city's a little less egregious, right? Like, early city was super egregious but there was no rules in place so fuck it but city now is a little bit a little bit wiser and like i think even for our part like we've been wise enough to say hey you're fucking on eight-year contracts you're you know what i mean to kind of spread things out and lower our initial hit but i mean chelsea's chelsea's on a fucking roll i don't know how anyone looks at that within uefa or the fa or the premier league and being like hey that's probably a problem. We should we should at least start talking about it. Nah. Why should we do that? Saturday gave us a ton of goals, but only three go- games gave us hat tricks. Manchester City 5, Fulham 1, Spurs 5, Burnley 2, Brighton 3, Newcastle 1. City and Fulham, that first half was sloppy as shit. That was not a fun watch. No, no not at all. Um, yeah, I mean, that, I mean, that kind of sums it up. That was really... Every now and then that shit happens, I feel like, uh, with City games against mid-table teams. It's just, it's just, things just get weird. When, uh, when Tim Ream scores, that should not be the sign of a good match <laughs> right no unless you're an american and then you're like yeah and Even though. then of course second half erling holland does what erling holland does and just goes eh, three goals fuck you yep, just over just like that uh it's i mean sometimes you watch them play and it's just like it, i almost kind of get sick it's like ugh, i'm not fucking watching them just change this shit and i was kind of one of giant giant fucking nordic god you're just like <laughs> fuck you man fuck you he's not supposed to be that fat. you know how like you see linemen in the combine in the nfl run like fucking four four second 40s and shit five seconds. <laughs> you're not supposed to move that fast you're like six eight four hundred pounds buddy you can't you can't also be that fast that's no, not fair not allowed to be that fast not allowed to be that fast yeah that's one of those deals yep Exactly. And uh, so moving on to uh, Tottenham and Burnley, Clarets get uh, bookend goals, which was nice. They scored the first, they scored the last. Problem, five goals by Tottenham in the middle. Yeah. I mean, it is Burnley, right? But uh, Tottenham looked pretty good. Tottenham, Sands, Harry Kane looked okay. They'll blow it. But Gotta yeah. say, I wonder, um, they've been playing Richarlison as the nine for the first few games, and this is the first time they went with San at the nine. It might work better. Like, San might be the right guy to play the nine, right? Yeah. Richarlison's trash outside of a Brazil shirt. 
Uh-huh. But, <laughs> <laughs> hey, pretty, pretty, pretty good in this shirt right here. We'll take him back on loan right now. Please, please, please give him back to us on loan right now. We'll take him back on loan tomorrow. <laughs> he was all right in that shirt. That's fair. Uh, yeah, I, I think you're right, man. I think that, and I kind of thought that was the fix anyway. I always forget there were Charlesons on that team because. What does he do? Hey, he's uh, done fuck all since he's been with them. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like, it's hard to, it's hard. It's it, it boggles my mind that I forget a talent like him. But yeah, his son might be the answer. And he just, I think he gets the vibe of the team. He works for everybody. I think it's just the mentality seemed different. And so, uh, give me your thoughts on Burnley uh, now that they've gotten promoted and what they're doing and the kind of ball they're playing because. Graham and I have our own thoughts, but I'd like to hear what you think of them first. Uh, I, I'll be honest with you. I haven't watched much of it. Um, it's risky, mm-hmm. adventurous. Um, I mean, I like it. I Look, you, you're going to come up and give it a go, or you're going to come up and just take your wallopings and go back down. Um, so give it a go. Uh, is it sustainable? Probably not. It, it's so fucking hard to play like the big boys when you ain't a big boy. Right. And yeah, I, that's, I mean, again, and I haven't watched a ton of them, so I don't want, I don't know the intricacies of them, but I think that's, that's a little bit of the concern that I've seen early on, but it's interesting and it's definitely not bad to watch. So I'm kind of with you on that regards. We talked about a little bit is that if ever there was a team where the coach and the team were safe, it's Burnley. Yeah. Like, if they go back down playing the way they play, eh, okay, okay, fine, fine. This is what you're doing. This is the program. This is what we're going to become. And that's okay. You take the money, you move back down. But also, I look at them, and some of these games, the way they play, you're, you would have thought early on, they might have got one, like one. Like, they might have fucked with somebody just the wrong way. Like, and yeah. and for me, I'm starting to wonder, it's like, will Burnley be okay with this? Like, this team could end up being 19th place, not winning any games, like a handful, maybe. And you just kind of go, okay, well, they they played their style. And this mm-hmm. is who they are. And this is what they're going to be. What's this program going to become? Yeah, no, I think I think you're right. I think it's as long as he's as long as company's smart about it. I think like you know, play your game, but you know, don't don't get ahead of yourself. Don't go getting the fucking doors blown. Don't get don't get nine nilled because you think you got to stick to this game plan. Like. Play your game, see if you can fucking make it work. But don't. I, I like that he's putting an identity into them, and I like he, he's sticking with it, no matter the cost. And I think you are right. Like, what's the what's the risk, right? What we go back down? Oh, we said we can fucking get back up with this style and largely this team. Let's fucking give it a go, right? I, so I, I respect it. Like, yeah. I, I, the team was bought on the cheap, so yeah. just kind of keep going with it and. It's it's a blue collar town. How do you fucking work with them? It's just very interesting. It's a very interesting character watch 
of a club because you look at their squad and who they are and you go this is a team that should be safe yeah but if this is a team that plays the way they play they could easily be 20th place Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so moving on to the regrettable thing that we have to talk about oh yeah that thing anyway next uh <laughs> no right in newcastle 18 year old person gets a hat trick <laughs> yeah it was a little fucking chintzy but hat trick nonetheless uh, yeah, uh, i mean it was a couple of deflections but you know what it, it fucking counts it fucking no, counts uh, uh yeah absolutely counts um we need a six we've needed a six since last year mm-hmm. Didn't buy a six we bought another eight uh yep we need a six that's the answer <laughs> uh that's i honestly i think that's that's really it like i don't think we've played like one nil to man city perfectly fine i don't think we played poorly in that game we had some chances it's away from home totally respectable at home to Liverpool absolute just fucking bottle job loss of concentration done fucking this is just outplayed I have thoughts on your Liverpool but I also have thoughts on this get my way downtown walking fast I'm a seagull go fuck yourself Yeah, that's what they did to us. That's yeah. I think I heard them saying it. Uh, <laughs> as a matter of fact, yeah, yeah, man. I mean, that's that sums it up. You've been handed like you look at like if the football gods said, "Hey, Newcastle, you had a successful year. Let's fuck with you." They gave you five really tough, well, four really tough matches to start the season, and then they went. Oh, hey, by the way, we're going to give you the group of death and champions league. And we're going to just go ahead and have you uh, host city in the league cup. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. That's, that's fucking accurate, buddy. (laughs) Hits the hits just kept coming for like the last like 10 days. Um, It's like, well, thanks. Wow. Thanks. Wow. uh, Thanks. all about uh it's all about compartmentalizing right you know <laughs> like, uh to, in the defense definitely still figuring out how to play bruno and tonali together so that's where that whole six conversation comes from um but those these these fixtures up to brighton last year we only got four points we have three this year so i'm not super sweating it it didn't really change that are that performance against that set of teams from last year didn't really change a whole lot. Champions League group, it is what it is. You know, we, you want to dine at the big kids' table, especially for the first time in 20 years. Well, you're gonna fucking you're gonna, <laughs> you're, you're gonna get the, uh, you're gonna get fucking you're gonna get real taste. Um, <laughs> hey man, for for a neutral or for a traveling fan of either club, how could you be mad going to the San Siro? going to signal Aduna, like down to the fucking down to PSG. Like it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun and hosting those three at St. James. Who I think we're going to have, we're in for some fun nights. Uh, so we might fall out of that group, 
very he, easily. You might make some money at your stadium with those traveling fans. Just just a little bit of money. Just, just hey, a little. Just a little cash. But I think I look, I think well things will settle down. He's just gonna have to figure out Eddie's gotta Eddie's gotta get to work. Look look the bigger concern is not the squad, it's Eddie. Um yeah. is he is he ready? Is it you know, does he have a plan B or a plan C? Because right now in the last couple of games, it seems like we've gotten stuck in plan A and we've been undone because of it. Um, so if he, he could figure that out and fucking buy us a six in January, we'll be okay. That would be my biggest question about your squad so far is, all right, so the expectation is to be Champions League again or maybe fifth, right? But if you look at your schedule so far, you're probably eighth and yeah. out, right? Is very specifically the Liverpool match. Is the man on the bench the guy you want? Because he tried to play out a one nothing lead against a team that lost their best defensive player to a red card and then their second most important I won't call him best with Trent Alexander-Arnold but a outside back that was on a yellow and your team just decided to go eh we'll just pass it around between fucking you know just our center backs and we'll just try to play this game out instead of going at them and I wonder, does how have the actual balls to take a match to a team? And that that Liverpool match was very telling. Yeah. No, and that's I think that's the bigger concern, I guess, amongst the supporters that I've spoken to. It's not so much the squad, it's how, and it's not and it's also tough because we also like are walking this fine line of like, do am I really slating the fucking guy who brought us to fourth last year? But that has been a concern with how it was a concern with how at Bournemouth, it's just been a general concern is that he doesn't, you know, we played a, a lot the same last year. We didn't really change our style of play up. Does he have a plan B and a plan C and that's what the bigger concern is doesn't really look like it against Liverpool substitutions were atrocious in our in, uh, pretty much everyone's opinion we've talked to uh, yeah it's a big concern right now oh, of course he's, you know right now he's got a, a long leash but that leash shrinks depending on league form depending on Champions League you know uh, we're not I don't think we're we're super look if we get out of the group cool we just like we're here for for that group and being involved. I think that's kind of the end game there, but he's got, he's got to finish in top four or five. Um, and I'm fairly certain that's the goal. And, and if he's not letting that slip away, the league's good enough. You could end up in eighth. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, 100%. Dude, we could have ended up in eighth last year. Like I, we hit the skids towards the end and it was a little concerning. Um, so yeah. Again, not panicking, very tough start that start that set of games compared to last year only one point worse but yeah some some concerns some some cracks if you will 
rounding out the rest of the league. And oh, so that happened. West Ham 2, Luton Town 1, Everton 2, Sheffield United 2, Brentford 2, Bournemouth 2, Palace 3, Wolverhampton 2, Liverpool 3, Aston Villa 0. Irons clearly used set pieces to take care of what they needed to at Luton Town. Yeah. I mean, that's that's cut and dry. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Also, this West Ham's team only seems to... I, every time I think we've played them in the last couple of years, they just score on fucking set pieces. I'm yeah. so glad we brought Alan in for commentary. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, I, 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 would, I would also say, uh, God forbid, Smokey, as he bitched and moaned about it, God forbid you add the best set piece taker uh, piece. Mm. The set best piece. Peace taker best ever. Peace taker. At best, yeah, he did say that. Yeah. It's James okay. Ward Prowse knows how to take a fucking set piece. There we go. Yeah, that's, I mean, sorry, Mel, but yeah, like that's, that's, that's it. Cut and dry. They're not that entertaining, in my opinion. And that's what they do. And Mikel Antonio just fucking lift him up and let him go, you know? But so, yeah. Oh, uh, by the way, speaking of James Ward Prowse, that was a fucking handball. Yes. Absolutely, hands down, a handball. The way that the league now describes what is, quote-unquote, a handball, he stuck his arm out in his arm. Like, it was clearly a fucking handball. I thought it was, like, you know what, a natural position, away from the body. It seemed to tick all of the fucking boxes that I'm aware of. Eh. Bar, bar strikes again. Yeah. VAR sees what it wants to see. That's how it fucking rolls. By the way, Houston, I'm letting yeah. people in the chats know we have approached level four Houston drunk. Your syllables are getting longer and puppet hands have arrived. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm right proper. <laughs> like I said, puppet I want, hands. I wanted to make when sure puppet we... puppet hands show up, you know it's the downslide. <laughs> I wanted to make sure we got to uh, Oso. And from there, we're just going to let it go. I now toss the keys to Mel. Oh, great. <laughs> Keeping it going. The Blades were actually up at the end of the first half against Everton, and they probably shouldn't have been. I I, I know you, Alan, probably take great joy in the fact that um, uh, Archer hits it off the post. It hits off the back of shorthands and goes into the net to go up 2-1. to one. Yeah, those those tiny little arms, man. You know, T Rex can only reach so much. (laughs) Those tiny little arms grabbed a ball from the post right at the end, and then grabbed a ball off the ground and pulled it fucking in for the the die. I would I would argue that his arms did not do any of that. Other people, (laughs) other people. Kicked it off his face and then it like accidentally bounced off his foot and back into his tiny hands. <laughs> is more the accurate description of what happened. But nonetheless, he got it. You didn't lose. Good job. <laughs> well, one would argue that the uh, referee, some for some dumb reason, decided that the game needed to go another three minutes past after the actual uh, expended time. And, uh, 
Uh, I'll I'll tell you this much with Everton. There's you look at the squad and you go, okay, well, Beto's got a motor, and if we don't have Calvert Lewin, this is the guy that's gonna fucking push for us. And you look at uh, Dan Juma who scored the second goal. I will be moved on, but he moved on because he clearly was not going to sign an extension. And for us, it's like, we're going to be in the battle. That's it. That's where we're going to be. We're going to be in the relegation battle. But I look at our team and I go, this is a team that's probably good enough to be 15th, 16th. They're going to scare me. They're going to scare me a lot, but they're in the right place. And... I was encouraged by what I saw this weekend. That's like, fair. On, on paper, you guys are. I didn't even, even give you like 13, 12, 12 to 16. 12 to 16, I think on paper, you guys are more than capable of. But are you capable of it? Is the, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's. I I get what I deserve as an Everton supporter. We have always been the right proper club that's always going to stand up and be the like the voice of reason and and then now we are where we are and it's like eh, you kind of deserve it kind of like i i understand as i do this show that we have listeners that actively want to see us go down frank charles comes to mind i don't blame them i don't blame them <laughs> I will never, like my blind picks, I am not picking Everton to go down. I will never pick them to go down. I'm going to fight till the fucking end for my club. But I get why other people have that fucking opinion. I absolutely get it. Thanks for Anthony Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, one goal for 40 million. That don't sounds like a, a great trade-off. to do? No, I don't. You have a Malort shot to do. Oh, I'm just sorry. I'm just so used to you having a Malort <laughs> shot to do. We tied! <laughs> Yay! I'm just so used to it. I just assume. My bad. My bad. Uh, uh, moving on to Brentford and uh, Bournemouth. Uh, Bournemouth catch the bees fucking asleep and go up two to one at, at Brentford, which they should not have done. No. Not at all. I don't think so. But uh, you fall asleep, dude. This league is tough, as I'm sure you know. Like those are the kind, those are matchups that I expect two twos out of, and I expect random shit. And that's that's par for the course. I think that's that's expected. So on a fantasy level, there's the exact reason why I picked Mbwebu for my first round pick when I was the final pick of the first round. Because that man is going to score a lot of goals for fucking Brentford while Tony's away. Yeah. Nope. I 100% agree. And it's exactly why they got the draws because of that guy. Crystal Palace and Wolves. Fucking chippy. This yeah. was a right proper English chippy fucking match. Uh, that was... I, that's the first, I think, real big physical battle I think I've seen this year uh and, and that was fun that was fun to watch Eze's fucking nasty by the way he doesn't belong on that team somebody needs to scoop him up uh yeah that's that was a fun one to watch so good uh 
I, I still wonder, looking back at last year, Vieira getting fired wasn't the right call with, like, with um, Eze and uh, um, fucking uh, Wilfred Zaha. Like, the, the, the team just kind of had the right meld, the right coach, they just hit the wrong time of the season. And yeah. for me, it was just like, oh, yeah, go to the old white guy. He'll make everything okay. He'll make sure you don't go down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's kind of, that's the standard when you panic though, right? Like, you know, you go to the old white guys, you go to your Allardyce and your Bruce's and your Hodgson's and you make sure you keep that Premier League cash coming in. Yeah. And that team was doing everything right, and now they're just kind of, eh, doing things with Roy. <laughs> like, uh, it just, you you look at that squad and you just go, you could have really made the next step. But you're not. You're not. I feel like that's been Palace for the better part of 10 years now, too. Eh, it's fair. Very, you know I mean? very like, fair. I wonder if there's just a bit of, like, there's the London pressure being around those other clubs. Right. And then there's a bit of the, that's that, that place is crazy. Those fans are nuts. Like, is there a bit of crowd pressure? Like I remember like Newcastle crowd pressure being a really big fucking detriment when times were tough to medium because the expectations are high. Is it, we, is it an expert? I'm not, a, I'm not a palace fan, obviously. Is it an expectations thing a bit in palace being in London? Could be. They're expecting a little bit more than maybe they should. Finally, moving on to uh, Liverpool and Villa. Alan, give me your thoughts on Liverpool because you look at them as a club and you go, there was a major fix, like a major fucking fix. And they completely remade the midfield it might actually be fucking working. Yeah, well, that's exactly what they needed, uh, in my opinion. Having watched them last year was like, I mean, not that Trent can't slide in the center or anything, right? But like, you got that. They got so desperate that they were like, they were moving pieces around drastically. Uh, and with the back line that they have and the front line that they have, they really just need some fucking generals in the middle of the park to run things smoothly and fucking protect the back, the, the, your center two and make it okay. And that's what they did. I think, I don't know if McAllister's really hit his stride yet. I haven't watched him much. The Sobozai kid, Dominic Sobozai or whatever the fuck mm -hmm. his name is. Fantastic. I know he was on our radar originally. That guy's incredible. Love that pickup. Yeah, I, I think I said it. I said it to you. I think they're not. I was. I was in the beginning of the season. Said they're. They're still rebuilding. Klopp was still whining. So that's always a good sign that there's something fucking wrong behind the scenes. But nope, they settled down. Them beating us, I think, was a huge confidence boost to them. It absolutely killed us. And now they're off and running. Um, and yeah, they're a bit of a concern to me now. Oh yeah, they are yeah. rebuilt. Yeah, we had so many chances that we just couldn't complete. And then yeah. Matty Cash, I guess, just in his uh, goal-scoring bonanza over the last week, forgot how to play defense and uh, issued a yeah. rebate. 
And that'll be, and honestly, Mel, that'll be my concern for you guys is a little bit of the concern. Mm -hmm. It's almost, it's almost a Burnley concern. It's you guys are very good. You guys play a, a, a fun style. Are you good enough to play that style all the time against everyone and still get points? I'm looking forward to international break. I know for some teams it benefits them a lot, like Everton. It's going to help them quite a bit. Oh, but yeah, well. I, I, I think it's going to help us too because we've had very different games and very different performances and very different people that showed strengths and I think Unai's now got enough information after suffering two devastating injuries to our lineup to be able to put the pieces back together and figure out a combination that will do well until the next major injury upset. What did you yeah. hand me? Watermelon. So am I supposed to chase the watermelon with the Malort or the Malort with the watermelon? I oh, chase the uh, watermelon with oh. the Malort. Are we getting to level five? Christian wanted to know how many levels of drunk are there. I'm like, I don't know. We'll find out together. Yeah, I was I was wondering too because I'm pretty sure like mid Brentford Bournemouth, he jumped like two levels. <laughs> I was like he said something, and I was like, oh, but the start of this segment, I had him at like four point five, and I think he's at a comfortable six. Yeah, that makes sense. Daddy's there. What's what I told them in the comments was the first sign of his drunkenness is the eye squint. He's got per <laughs> permanent smize. <laughs> well, you have together. to do your uh, malort first, son. Okay, so uh, well, let's hope international break we get it together. Um, we at least fucked some hibs up this week, so that felt good. Up the villa. Damn, that bench is pretty good for Villa, too. Women's. Dude, we've got a good team. I'm enjoying watching them, at least. Oh, would, here we go. Another shot. I was, I was a little nervous about you guys, and then we fucking kind of select you. So I was like, oh, all right. All right, Let's sweet. be honest. If Mings doesn't go down that game, it's a very different game, dude. Yeah. I still think we win, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Mings, I if Mings doesn't go down, Villa was looking really good coming <laughs> into that, pineapple. and they had a plan. Although... The Maddie Cash switching over to midfielder has worked out bangers to the point where Klopp, after that game, was over there with his arm around Maddie Cash going, hey, that was a really good game. I love how I watched you play and you get to score this season. And I'm at home screaming, get the fuck off him, Klopp! Get away from Maddie! Go back to your outside! Sure money! Well, there's not much to talk about. Uh, I lost... So I'm now down $300. Graham lost. Kitty won, of course, because the chicken's better than we are. And uh, Pat missed on his nil-nil, but he hit on the draw. So we will uh, find out more next week. Uh, that's going to wrap it up, boys and girls. Alan, parting words. Anybody you want to you yell at? Uh, yeah, Sam Graham, this is how it's done. Um, if you're still watching, if not, it'll be recorded and you'll, you'll drink this in. Newcastle yeah. to get out of the fucking Champions League group. You heard it here first. And yeah, that's it. Oh, check us out. Middle class holes at MDL class holes, Instagram and Twitter. We're the middle class holes on Facebook, TikTok, Spotify, Google podcast, Apple podcast. Check us out. If you like what we do, 
you will definitely like what they do. Just yeah. dumb shit. Just really dumb shit. As stupid as it can get. Which, by the way, uh, Alan, before I get into the important part of the program. Say, by the way, a Christian just goes, I think Houston might fall asleep in the main show. <laughs> I thought no. this was the main show. No. Apparently, what's coming next is the main show. Christian, I'm not Graham. <laughs> just like, I'm not Graham. Like, we're not in the main show. Hmm. I am a fucking professional. I may be drunk, but I'll fucking get through it. Thank you very much. All right. Anywho, um, Alan, what I love about your show is you just talk about kind of the fun, <laughs> random shit in the world. And uh, one of the things that I want to bring up to you that I have not gotten to bring up to your show is uh, how you pee. What? What do you mean? This is, this is a man thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am a uh, over the fence, not through the gate guy. Okay. Right? Because uh, oh, over the fence, I'm a larger man, and uh -huh. um, there's larger things that are larger than the, you know, direction yeah. thing. So I go over the fence as opposed okay. through the gate because through you, the gate, you got to kind of like, you got to grab it, make it work, and all that. So this is something that is very, I mean, Mel, you're looking all crazy, but Alan, Alan's there. He's there. Hold on, I got, I got a question. All right, so uh, I got a question. So we got we to step back because we got to elaborate. Okay. In the, in the discussion also involved like, all right, so do you – do you like undo your belt? You like so you no, do you right over the top, right over the top. Your, you just pull it down, like yeah. pull it down. Okay, boys down. go over the top. Everything goes over the top. You guys know we're still doing a show, right? Yeah, we know. Yeah, this is part of it. This um, this is shit men care about for I'm real. Just you know, our, our, uh, mm -hmm. so, I mean, Alan, am I wrong? Am, no, you're am not I wrong? Like, yeah. so men give a shit heard. about this. So gonna, if you like what you just heard, check out the little I'm just going to sit back and do my Graham impression. <laughs> Hold on. I'm just going to go back to being Graham. Hold on. This is, this is the middle class old football show now. I, you, you, you do understand, Alan. The minute you welcome me into your studio, I'm going to take over your show, right? Uh, yeah, we got to do that soon. <laughs> yeah, it's just going to happen. Good. I'm just going to lay a bomb all over your show. I'm just going to just go, well, now it's Houston's. Here's how we go. It's now middle-class old Houston show. This is how it's going to go. It's middle-class old United drunkard show. <laughs> drunkard class holes United. Drunkard class holes. I like that one. Drunkard yeah. class holes. Yeah, yeah. It, this is this is shit that Mel just does not understand. No, I'm over here no. being Graham in my phone with my phone and my vape pen. No, we need to do we need to do a live show together. Hand them. It's gotta Hand happen. Gotta Hand happen. Yes. Yeah. All right. So hashtag squad goals. So yes. we are now at that moment. The moment that all the people live watching have been waiting for. I don't have a sound <laughs> cue. <laughs> it is the drunken transfer recap. Mel? Yes. 
we've been doing this for multiple years now. Uh, yes. So it started innocently enough when Graham came to the studio with Chef Pat, aka D's Nuts in the DU Do 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 League. Chef Bentley. Yes. And since Chef Bentley drove, Graham partook a little more than he normally would. And he proceeded to read off, and he was just supposed to do the highlights. All we said was, it's first season, y'all. We weren't really sure what we were doing yet. And we said, Graham, hit us the highlights of the transfer recap. Graham partook in fresh air. Well, Graham does not typically partake in fresh air. May have been a vape pen involved. What was in the vape pen is still yet to be determined because this was five years ago. Mm Mm-hmm. What's in this vape pen is not yet to be determined. It's Maryland. (laughs) So Graham, instead of doing the highlights, he proceeds to read every single name off the list and just completely becomes drunk, stupid, and unaware that a show is still happening. To the point where Chef Bentley just looks at us and goes, he just keeps going. He just keeps going. Mm-hmm. And Graham was completely unaware and read the entire list with the most interesting, everyone's so creative on their pronunciations on names. And I know I am the most guilty of that. It ain't going down easy. It ain't <laughs> cheesy. Which there will be in the future, apparently, a uh, stoned producer Mel recap show. Very good. Like which uh, that's been requested. Live for that. And so we've just done it every year since then. Studio when he crashes in our bedroom. Last year, we uh, we peaked. We peaked with Grams. We had to retire oh, the bit. Brilliant. Because brilliant. he was at home in Baltimore because we do believe in imbibing with as much safety and responsibility as mm-hmm. possible. Of course. I know Houston looks a lot more ridiculous than he is, but he's got water, Gatorade. We fed him. We're keeping track of him. He is doing this as responsibly as irresponsibly as possible. Right. That's a good fair way enough. to phrase it. Hey, hey, that's very fair. And um, last year, Graham just passed out. might have eclipsed the most brilliant moment ever of doing reading a list like seriously a list Which, of names by the way i've got alan here to uh-huh. uh, partake in the cattiness i am going to need audience participation with this so those of you sticking around in the chats i am going to need you to feed me material oh I, and i'm just going to start talking and, and houston's going to keep going for real at, Alan and Mel, fuck with me all you want. Like, I'm going to try to read this list. And <laughs> this what? This, this list. This list. And and I want people to make me to do more shots. Yeah, exactly. This is the point. This is the point of the drunken transfer recap. I love it. Is make me be a dumbass. Are like, you, I'm all for are it. Are you going to get to the point of 
And this is Christian. If you want to know, yes, we did just call him Alman. If you want to know the pinnacle of Houston drunk, what is level 10, that is known as Houston in a hot tub with my mother who's wearing a leopard bathing suit after drinking an entire bottle of rum. We need to make you a grandmother. I'm going to make... You're going to be gonna, the best grandmother. I, I just know I'm going to impregnate your daughter. That's what we got to do. Yeah. Nope. It was that. that. We're all watching from the balcony every once in a while, just making sure not one of them has gone underwater and drowned. All right. All right. That is pinnacle. Houston drunk. All right. I'm just reaching into the party bucket because that just. You might as well grab me one, too. All right. Two. Alan, do a shot with us. Got it. Oh, hand me the green. I don't want anything that's not green. Apples, not grapes. Oh, I love apple. There we go. I have grapes. Nice. (laughs) Christian so far is impressed. Come on, Christian. You went to college with me. You know how I drink. And Christian would be back when I could drink. That was the uh, butter shots going out. Um, I told that story on, was it sound check, injury time, doing the butter shots? Yep. That would be with my fellow uh, pledge sister, Julia, and both my Tau Beta Sigma sisters, uh, Eileen and Melissa. That's how the four of us rolled before we went out to a party. Very good. Butter very, shots. Very good. So um, the big thing to note from last year would be uh, Mr. Graham. <laughs> to you goof party. <laughs> read the list. Mr. Graham could not complete the list. No, no, he could not complete the list. <laughs> Do you know how, uh, do you, I don't know if you know the answer to this question. Do you know how many names are on the list? Oh, there's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get started now. We're going to, we're going to go beyond some of those. Ready? On your market set go. All right. So we are working with, uh, Arsenal football club and, um, is this the sky sports list? I'm working off the, uh, premier league app list. Um, releases. Um, Ashley uh, Maitland Niles got released, and then uh, loan out Marquesos went out. Kai Havertz comes in, and he has proved nothing so far. Um, Pablo Mari gets loaned out. Um, Granite Jaka gets loaned yeah, out to uh. Bayern Leverkusen. And uh, Mel is messing with uh, uh, transfer in. Jurian uh, Trimber comes in and then immediately now. falls down and goes injured. Uh, Declan <laughs> Rice uh, comes in, which was actually a very good signing for uh, Arsenal. And keeping it going. Going down, uh, David Rea gets loaned in from Brentford, which was pretty big. And uh, that's how he's moving the mic in. Just Matt keep going. Turner. Matt Turner gets loaned out to Nottingham Forest to become their number one. 
Uh, let's keep it going. Uh, Nuno Tavares goes to Nottingham Forest to play uh, right wing, even though he is a right wing back. Oh. And uh, uh, I just got the best photograph of Houston. Fabulin uh, Bogolin goes to uh, the uh, USA player, goes to AF uh, AC Monaco. Um, Rob Holding gets sent to Crystal Palace. Moving on to Villa. Yuri Tillemans comes in on the free. Ashley Young leaves on the free and goes to Everton, which is completely worthless. Yeah, how yeah, how's he working out for you? Uh, he's very mediocre. He's worth is... the money you got for him. <laughs> he was free. How old is that guy now? He is uh forty seven because he's ten years younger than Danny Ings. Uh Aaron Ramsey <laughs> goes to Burnley. Um Cameron Archer goes to Sheffield United. Clement. Hey, he Leget. scored for Sheffield. Yeah, he he did. Fuck you. Fuck you. Um, Clement <laughs> Leget comes in from Barcelona. Give me credit Barcelona. for knowing that. You only know that because you hate me and you're a bad wife. Um, Jed Zier did get mm, released. The blades. And of course, from uh, Galatasaray. Nico uh, Zanolino with all of his meaty fucking thighs. Uh, Christian says Fabulin Bagolin was his favorite fake Arsenal player. All right, moving on to uh, Bournemouth. Uh, Hamed Triori got subbed in and it did fuck all against Everton. Uh, Jefferson uh, Lerma got released and went on to Palace. Uh, Junior Stanislaus got released <laughs> as well. <laughs> I'm trying to read a list here, you. Come on, settle down. Simmer down, y'all. Simmer down. Uh, Tyler Adams got transferred in from Leeds to play uh, defensive back for uh, Bournemouth. I don't think that's going to help what they're trying to do. <laughs> This is not just a recap, it's a review. Defensive back, like is he playing strong safety or what's he playing? (laughs) Well, he's he's playing strong safety very poorly. That's what he's doing. So you're saying we don't want him for the fantasy team? No. Moving on to Brentford. (laughs) Um, Mark uh, Thecklerin is now the new keeper because of... uh, Raya moved on to Arsenal. Um, Kevin Shod, uh, who scored a goal last week, that was rather impressive. Hey, Alan, you know why he took his glasses off? Why is that? He's wearing drunk goggles. Uh, drunk Rex Specs. Drunk Rex Specs, even better. Uh, I'm trying here. I'm trying. Ignore yeah. us. Come on, Graham. Shh. <laughs> there's, a, there's a big. There's a big Brentford loan I want you to talk about. Um, I'm going to have another oh, no. quick shot. One, two, three, that. four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Is this 11? Yeah, probably. That's orange. Stretch. Not a fan of orange. Terrible. This is number 12. I'm seeing 11 over there. 
here I do need to do one thing. I think uh-huh. I need to take the four roses away from you because sober Sam would be incredibly pissed off if drunk Sam was <laughs> mixing 99 with that uh, number three on the 2019 list. That's so, fair. I'm just going to do you a favor, okay, baby? Okay, that's fine. All right. should probably get me another ice house, though. Uh, all right, so we were on... Brentford um, uh, Pontus Johansson finally left the club Nathan Collins came in from uh, Fulham I, I'm sorry not from Fulham from Wolverhampton I don't know why Wolverhampton let him go yeah neither do I yeah, there's a there's a there's a big loan you're missing though. He came in. I'm fucking with that. David Raya goes out to Arsenal. Who am I give you, missing? Give you a hint. He came in from from a Merseyside squad. Ugh. I don't see it. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, yeah. That one? Yeah, please. <laughs> That's an afterthought. Let him go away. You don't want to keep him forever and ever? No. No, not one bit. Uh, look at Mel. That was, that, one, that was the one Brighton guy that didn't actually come good. He's the one Brentford guy that didn't actually come become good. Fair. All right, going on to Brighton. Um, Yao Pedro, big signing for them. Actually, very big signing for them. Uh, yeah. They had Milner and McAllister. Uh, so Milner, uh, Milner went to uh, Brighton, but McAllister went to uh, Liverpool. Very interesting because he is apparently playing the defensive role and he's never played a defensive role his entire fucking life. Uh, Bart uh, Bergoten comes in from Anderlecht, who is going to be the number one keeper, not Jed Steer. Verbruggen um... started against us. Yep. Uh, Robert Sanchez went to uh, Chelsea. Uh, Consado also went to Chelsea, which for Brighton, smart move. Just get him the fuck out. He doesn't want to be with you. Go ahead and take the fucking money. Moving on to Burnley. <laughs> Hey, is this one person still with us? <laughs> one person. <laughs> I think everyone's refilling their beverages right now. I mean, honestly, when it comes to uh, Burnley, mm-hmm. all we care about is the one person they released. Do you know what the biggest difference between you and Drunk Graham is? What's that? Drunk Graham goes fast. Ashley Barnes. <laughs> 
Yes, that's true. He kissed a man on the nose. And then the entire country of Spain erupted into protest. So, uh, New Trafford has Old Trafford with James Trafford, now the goalkeeper for Burnley. Sandra Burge got uh, brought in. Uh, Aaron Ramsey got brought in for uh, Aston Villa. Moving on to Chelsea. We're still in Aston Villa. Oh my God. Well, yeah, we're, we, on we're on to Chelsea. This, this will take a fucking minute. Oh my God. Big B's out there going, hurry up, old man. So, uh, Uncle Saudi uh, gave us a shit ton of money for uh, Conte for no good reason. That's fair. I'm definitely going to have to speed this up and Mateo Kovic uh, moved on to uh, Man City <laughs> for no good reason. Fact, Kai Alan, Havertz moved you to, and I uh, need to, to talk uh, slow. Uh, Arsenal. So when I speed this up and post it sounds The big one, Arsenal, Arsenal, uh, Arsenal. <laughs> Arsenal, um, uh, not even Marcel. Why would I say Marcel? Um, but uh, Mason Mount. Level seven. Mason Mount moved from Chelsea to Manchester United. Christian Pulisic moved to AC Milan. Um. Uh. Pierre McBombing moved on to Rennes. I'm actually going to speed this up so fast. I'll mm-hmm. be like he was drunk and on coke. It's like he and the cocaine bear had a hug. Moving on to Crystal Palace. Um, <laughs> Jefferson Lerma is now with uh, Bournemouth. He's approaching <laughs> teddy bear drunk. Mm-hmm. Now, when we go to the beach, my uh, cousin Leslie, my cousin Leslie, also, you, you keep going. Don't uh-huh. you, 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 Rob you. Holding has uh, moved on to Crystal Palace. My cousin Leslie is one of my closest friends. And it's, you know, it's a blessing when you're friends with your cousins. And it's even more amazing because she is very faithful in the church of LDS. Nice. And we vacation, like we just planned a trip to the Red Fest together. Us heathens and those really good uh, Christians. We party together, we hang together. We're a very, like, we're all a tight knit group. At the beach, which we vacation together. So, moving on to Everton, we released everybody. Leslie every loves single it person. when. Houston gets teddy bear drunk. Uh, we did sell to where uh, Alex Awobi to Fulham. will bring him, quote, Sam drinks or Sam yeah. sodas. That's beer from the cooler Brian that Bello. they know is just for Uncle Sam and nobody else. Like it. She encourages it. 
I get annoyed, and she just giggles. Moving on to Fulham, quote uh, Raul Jimenez drugs, is Sammy. now uh, the front man for Fulham, and uh, at the team. Yeah, hey, uh, Christian wants to know Houston. You were in Wolves, don't you remember? Yeah, no, not yet. <laughs> Skip to the end. Say, I do. I do. I do. So, uh, Liverpool. Um, Graham, that's a movie reference you wouldn't have gotten. Did you get the reference, Houston? No. Um, Liverpool uh, added Alexis McAllister from Brighton. <laughs> and uh, Roberta Fabinho moved on. Uh. James Milner moved on. Yes, so we are officially at the level we call Teddy Bear Drunk. (laughs) Jordan Henderson went on to... uh, Jordan Henderson went on to uh, Saudi Arabia because they have Uncle Rich fucking money. (laughs) And, uh, I'm gonna go live on your TikTok, Houston. Uh, okay, fine. Uh, Luton Town. Oh uh, shit! We uh, just—that's only one. Of Marvelous Nakamba joined uh, Luton Town. <laughs> that's fair. Mm. Not much else to talk about. With um, City Econ Gundogan moved on to Barcelona. Uh, Kovacic came to uh, the club. The club? They came on to. Uh, Was there Man a whistle? United. So they came into the club? Mm-hmm. Wait, are we on to Manchester City now? Yeah. Uh, Mateus <laughs> Nunez. Mateus Nunez was uh, one one of the things that uh, Graham kept telling me I was wrong about. Like, mm, mm, I'd said he would join the club. Uh, Palmer went on to Chelsea. Moving on to Manchester United. They signed Mason Mount. So it's the drunk transfer recap show. They sent... um... (laughs) Don't forget about Johnny Evans. Oh, yeah. Big sign. That's it. That's his hard-hitting analysis, folks. Anthony Agonia. Big side. Anthony Agonia went to uh, Niam Fortis from uh, uh, Man United, and he scored a goal this week. (coughs) The goal to beat Chelsea. Uh, Johnny Evans comes in on a free because, well, he's useful. Moving on to Newcastle United. Hey, that's your team, Alan. Hey, I want to see who's which one he thinks is the most important. Let's find out. I mean, Maddie Longstaff gets released. 
That's big. That's a porn name right there. Maddie Longstaff here in Short Forest to show you my wood. Uh, Sandro Tallini comes in from uh, AC Milan. You have Harvey Barnes comes in from... Uh, I don't know if the camera's picking this up. But looking at Houston from this angle, you keep talking. From I've never City. noticed, but I can almost see where his hairline, like, should have been. It's to be, yeah. And then he's got a wrinkle right here that, like, I can imagine, like, hair. Though he's like, he can't read the iPad. ASM gets uh, sold to uh, <laughs> Al Allah. <laughs> For uh, Alan, by the way, uh, you uh, you're getting mad props for not only paying attention but helping Houston with folks he might miss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like uh, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to keep it on the rails. I'm not. I don't know why anybody thought I was going to drive the bus with any sort of accuracy. Moving on to Nottingham Forest. Uh, Chris Wood uh, gets uh, signed in for Nine and Forest from uh, Newcastle United. Also, uh, Anthony Elgana gets transferred in to uh, Manchester United as well. Uh, Matt Turner gets transferred in to uh, Nine and Forest from. Arsenal as well. And, oh, also, Nuno Tavares, who uh, fancies himself a right wing as a right back, gets transferred in also. And then finally, uh, Colin hudson Doy gets transferred in from <laughs> Chelsea as well. Moving on to Sheffield United. That might be my favorite one so far because he just almost shut down. He said, hey, it's transferred. The uh, thing's going down. (laughs) All right, continue. I'm trying. You're doing fine. Uh, Sheffield. Sheffield. And so from Sheffield, um... Oh, Sandra Berg gets transferred. Uh, I had out. no idea Sandra Berg had even played soccer. Yep. You know what? I really don't care about fucking uh, <laughs> Sheffield. We're moving Dude, on. The to, microphone uh, is at his eye. Is that registering on camera? Oh, it is. Yeah, you can back. hear it. There. I want to get like eye camera again. Oh. You sweating? Don't mean to open the door. I'm Big deal coming if I open the door, but you'll get air. Let's let's do it. Alright, so on to Tottenham. So big big sign in would be uh James Madsen. Open the Harry door. Winks goes to uh, Lester. I am so fucking hammered. <laughs> uh, 
Are we up to L? How far do we have to go, Alan? We're on Tottenham. We've got like two right there. Right there. Right there. We'll get there. I'm going to go back to Unlike Graham, I will make it to the fucking end. Um... So, uh, moving on to West Ham. I just want to point out that we went through Tottenham with no mention of Harry Kane whatsoever. (laughs) Harry Kane fucked off to fucking uh, Bayern. There you go. (laughs) He said James Madison in, Harry Winks out. All right, next. That's it. Harry Kane, who the fuck is that? Uh, Good Lord. Oh, look, Bigby wanting to make an appearance on the show. You got some opinions, Big? Honestly, big transfer in for West Ham it would be uh, James Ward-Prowse. All right. <laughs> and, of course, Mohamed Kudos from uh, Ajax would be the big sign-in. From where? Uh, moving on to Wolverhampton. Oh, Look, Christian, he made it to the Wolves. Uh, also, no mention of 100, 105 million pound Declan Rice leaving West Ham. <laughs> I love it. Hey, Wolves. Wolverhampton has no national press. to go to the bathroom in a moment. Oh. I'm waiting for it. Here we go. Mm. Uh, yes, you are, uh, you're with us now, Graham. I finished the fucking list. <laughs> um, we, just, we didn't even hear it. He just hung up. LOL. He's say, been, like, by what? the way, listening in the background for the last five minutes. Uh, Connor Cody. Right, uh, I gotta go put the dog out. And that's it. I'm done. Oh, we're I'm done. done. I'm done. Well, God, that was super quick. Almost didn't say a word about wolves. Like he he was about to be like, "We're done," and then he was like, "Connor Cody," and that's it. <laughs> just, just like uh, did uh, do wolves I lasted have, longer than Graham? Did you just say wolves have no natural predators? Nope, nope. I lasted longer than Graham. Hold on, wait. Hey, Sam. Uh huh. That last wolf. Uh, was he casual? Like the wolf? Yes. Casual like the wolf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and with that, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we apologize. I promise both one co-host will be back next week semi-sober. The other one will still be on paternity leave, but they uh, we've got a great lineup. Subscribe, like, tell a friend. <laughs> and uh, my husband uh- is walking out, and so with that... Alan, anything you want to plug? Any parting words? Uh, I think I already plugged the middle class holes. Check us out on all your favorite social media platforms. Up the tune. Uh, good God. Keep him alive. Yep. <laughs> for the- uh, if you want to pay for our medical bills, we have a Patreon. That's where you get shows like Injury Time, where we preview the weekend's actions. Or sound check, our actual sound check, where we check the audio and go off topic and share a lot of uh, personal details. That is only $5 a month, and it helps keep this pirate ship afloat. There you go. And with that, uh, hopefully, we'll be back after the international break. Enjoy yourselves. Follow, like, subscribe, share with a footballing friend. 
and good night, everybody. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right day, the fucking Gooner Graham. Smoke of a lord, but straight and short. Sam Graham, Toilet just flushed. Could you hear that? This is awesome. Love it. Oh, there it is. Oh, he might be puking. (laughs) Good night.